Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. But trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Fan theories. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Now on with the show. Welcome back. Welcome back to Mischief Managed Podcast. And we are all incredibly Welcome. angry. <laughs> oh, it's like he just picked an emotion out of the air. Why are we angry? My go-to angry? emotion. Uh, have you looked outside? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Here's so remember last episode, yeah, if you recall, four weeks ago, <laughs> we were talking about how, oh, it's spring, it's nice, but it's like rainy, but it's like nice to like, but we're getting there. see it get warm. Oh, hooray. Right now, it's like a legit snowstorm, an ice storm, yeah. and it's fucking terrible outside. Risk of power outage. You might only get half an up. Ep- <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you had me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're looking at her. Kate powered down. We're out of power. The lights are still on, but Kate's off. Exactly. Uh, and we're also obviously very loopy because we had a party last night. <laughs> Breathe, Kate. <laughs> Breathe. She's done. She's out. Robot she Kate has power down. She has to breathe. He was just looking at her like fascinated, like what a thing to happen. Wow. Um, it doesn't yes. bode well when we destroy each other in yeah. the first two minutes. No? I think we that bodes well. <laughs> so, yes. I- <laughs> if you're laughing at us, you're still laughing with us. Yes. But we had a party for our good friend Tom, who has been on the podcast before, who yes. got his yeah, permanent... Yeah, that Tom. Yes, that one, Tom. only one. Yeah. <laughs> he got his permanent Canadian residency, so we were celebrating that. He's elected to He's, so he's much given up the fun. crown for the maple leaf. I mean, it's still kind of the no. crown. Yeah. <laughs> he's given up a crown for, for a, a crown. crown. Oh, cool. Uh, for but crown yeah, adjacent. We're, we're, yeah, crown adjacent. Uh, we're so fucking happy. Yeah. To, like, it took her a really long time to get it, and it's And then he like, has to renew in five years. Like, doesn't sound too permanent. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? It's just, like, slightly longer visa. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you could leave and come back, and, like, no one will question, question you. you. It'll be fine. Yeah. So you hear that, world? <laughs> Tommy's coming for you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Legally this time. <laughs> this time it's legal. And this time it's legal. Yes, he also celebrated his birthday recently, so happy Tom Day, everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're super happy that he has his permanent residency, and it was a dope party. It, it was, was an like, amazing party. So much freaking Canadian things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those butter tarts were insane. Yeah. They were so good. And the Nanaimo bars. Nanaimo bars yeah. were Holy hell. So much butter. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Best thing to come out of BC ever. Yeah. Huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Second best. Okay, I'm so sorry. I was just thinking about all the other stuff, and I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then, in fact, 
fact, I was insulting you. <laughs> I did it first. Great we love Kate. Good. Kate and then Nanaimo bars. Yeah, he'll yeah. take that. Yeah. Because yes. yeah. Kate can make Nanaimo bars. So yeah. it's like, well, you know, right? Infinite Nanaimo bars. And Nanaimo bars one of can't the, make Kate. I was so. one of the two that made those Nanaimo bars last night. You were? were delicious. Yeah. It takes Dang, two. They're so fucking two. good. It does take two. <laughs> There's so many layers. Three. Three. Three even. <laughs> yeah. I provided the chips, all dressed in ketchup. As Canadians. They're so, she bought the giant party be. bags, and there was oh. many people that commented on... <laughs> Here's your chips. Um, but yeah, it was really, really fun, and yay! Yeah, it was a great a party. He put a flag on mm-hmm. him, he sung the national anthem at like three in the morning. Yeah. It was great. Sorry to it's his neighbors. Great. Yes, I know. They were all invited. <laughs> was Someone Saturday. puked in the hallway. <laughs> on my boots. Right. On your boots? Yep. Oh, no! no. Uh, luckily on the outside. But yeah, no, that was it, still fun to try and put my shoes on without getting any. Oh, no. bummer, dude. <laughs> Luckily, there's snow everywhere. <laughs> there were pink boots in my off. house last night. Yeah. They were vomit boots. They were probably <laughs> completely cleaned by, by the walk home. Yeah. The yeah. terrible snow walk wash. through the <laughs> yeah. storm. Oh, yeah. Canadian yeah. snow wash. Yeah. yeah. It's really bad, you guys. The wind is like full of tiny ice pellets it that is. make your face hurt. Yeah. They get you in the eye. They get into your yes. soul. You get perforated. Yeah, we are all a little bit more perforated than normal today. But super also- exfoliated. <laughs> oh my god. We're also a little bit hungover, so yeah. bear, bear with, with us, us. Patreon <laughs> and others. And also others. I'm sure this will leak into yeah, the, the normal footage. Even so. with the editing we do for the normal, it will <laughs> yeah. leak in. Just like seep in oh, through the leaky cauldron. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we got pals and a dog and uh, Warm Potter. Drinks. And warm drinks. So what we're fine. What more could you ask for? Yeah, cozy. Mm-hmm. Katie's basement is warm and cozy, so we're good. In other words, Harry Potter. So, uh, in in other news, Harry Potter mobile game uh, is coming out on April 25th, I believe. And check, um, but... I'm very excited. This is the mystery, Hogwarts mystery. And this is the one with, like, you're in the same class as Tonks and Charlie Weasley. And it's iPad interface, right? Like it's touch it's screen on, interface. Yeah, 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 but it's on mobile. On mobile, sweet. Cool. It, ha- yeah. it kind of has to be. Yeah, like everyone with a tablet or iPad can use it. All right, <laughs> there's that's a lot of people, but still, more yeah. people have phones. So we'll be able to give a review on that mm. next episode. I'm excited. I'm a little apprehensive. In my mind, the stakes are kind of high because, like, <laughs> I don't really. Uh, like games that much. I don't sort of. Katie stick doesn't with enjoy them. fun. I don't like fun. <laughs> well, you played Pokemon Go a lot. I did, and like that's a huge outlier, though. So now when I think of like a Harry Potter mobile game, I know it's not the Pokemon the Go wanted, type, yeah. but it's still sort of like, will it be that good now? Because even Pokemon Go, like when winter came, I'm like. This hurts my fingers. We watched the trailer and we were surprised. We thought it was going to be something very different than Mm -hmm. a little teaser or trailer, whatever you call it, for a game. So I'm definitely interested to see it. Yeah. So we'll review that um, for the next episode in some form or another. But let's put the meat, though. (laughs) Let's put the meat out? (laughs) Doesn't really work. It's a box Meat's back on the menu, boys. (laughs) That's funny. That'll work. So now it is time for Meet Your Messers, and our question comes from me, <laughs> and that is, since it's very horrible outside, we are going to answer where in the Harry Potter universe would you like to be Stormstayed? 
And I'm pretty sure everyone would know this, but like by storm state, we mean like you basically can't leave your house because yeah. There's the weather is so bad. Snow out there. Yeah, either either for snow or maybe it's like I don't know. Is a hurricane count as being storm stayed? Yeah. Yeah, right? You probably don't want to be out in that. Yeah, it sounds horrible. But anyway, like any sort of like bad weather that's bad enough that you cannot leave. Yes. Perhaps there might be a power outage. There might not. In the wizarding world, it doesn't seem to matter because they use candles. (laughs) Candles. But yeah. So where would that be? Hmm. But not bad enough that we have to go into like a special bunker. No, there's no, magical like, protection. Yeah. So. yeah. We'll say whatever structure you're in is reinforced. Yeah. Through magic. By Through magic. magic. <laughs> um, I have one. Girl, go. Fucking three broomsticks. Oh, dang. Mm. They've got like a nice hearth fire. That's and a there's really butter smart. beer. And it's an inn as well. Yeah. So you have somewhere to sleep, but then you have the option of like going out and just like getting drunk with everyone else who's stuck there. And I'm just hmm. going to hope that it's all people I like. Yeah. But maybe yeah. like one that I don't so we can pick on them a little bit for fun. You're a certified Ooh. genius. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The smartest answer. Mm-hmm. Everyone should stop right now. Yeah. I'm kidding. Thank you very much. <laughs> I need somebody. <laughs> With the human, human touch. touch. <laughs> I regret saying that now. <laughs> no, you don't. That's a good one. Um... <laughs> yeah. Mine's Hogwarts. Just the whole castle? The whole freaking castle. I was thinking maybe the Great Hall... Oh, as well yeah. for the same reasons. Yeah. No, but Hogwarts would be cool because like it's out in wilderness. So like mm-hmm. any storm, I love watching storms. So like mm-hmm. with the lake and the trees, if it's snow or rain or whatever, it'll be really nice. And you can just like pull up a chair by the fire and read a book or watch TV because they have TV there, right? No. No, probably not. <laughs> um, but then you also get like, yeah, the delicious meals in the Great Hall. And, and if I had to pick one place in Hogwarts, it would be the Gryffindor house for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, like, my little cozy dorm to the common room. Yeah. During storm, big windows, big old castle windows. A little bit drafty, so it's like you can have a fire and a blanket and be good. <gasps> Maybe so there's nice. snowdrifts in the castle that you can use for snowball fights. Indoors. That's fun. Mm. The Great Hall turns into a big snowball yes. fight every day. Uh, forts. I like or mashed potato forts. fight. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Who hit me with the hot snowball? Uh, <laughs> nope. I am having a hard time. Both your answers are so good that you can come. The thing yeah. I think, the first thing that hit my brain, hit my brain, is uh, Shell Cottage. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I've said this before when a location-based meet your messers question. Mm-hmm. We have a few of those, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. <laughs> um, yeah, like, similar to, like, what you were saying, like, watching storms is really cool and, like, seeing it sort of come in from the, the ocean mm-hmm. and you have, like, a really nice view of that. The only thing is that to my mind, I sort of look at that and I'm like, that's a very summery home. I'm not sure yeah. how fucking warm it would be. But if I'm magical, and I am, <laughs> I would be able to make it warm. I I have to assume. Yeah. Yes. All the windows can be old and beautiful, but no draft gets mm-hmm. through. <laughs> magical caulking. <Yeah. laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's got at least one meaning. Yeah, come on. <laughs> God damn it, you took it and you just made it bad. It's bad. Ludo was like, I'm out. (laughs) This is great, but I'm gone. You've done bad. I mean, it was That means I've done good. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) On to my answer. Craig's going to be like, the Slytherin common room, Malfoy mansion, the coldest places I can go. Close. Damn it. 
what, Azkaban? Yeah. <laughs> also close. Oh, God. The little broken down shack on the island in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's Kate. <laughs> well, I can go there and just hope and pray that Hagrid's going to knock down that door and take me off to Hogwarts. Oh, God. Well, I mean, it worked once. once. Go yeah. to Hogwarts. So. So. Uh, too many people. If I'm there with three people who don't want to hang out with me, I'm happy. Just listen One, to the storm. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's Shell funny. Cottage was the first thing that came to my mind. But yeah. Just something be small pretty. would be nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this really counts because it's not really storm stayed. But if you were like somewhere um, just with a storm, the Hogwarts Express would be cool. Like, mm. yeah, there's I think a in the third movie, it's like really, really raining the yeah. whole trip and it's like stormy and stuff. That would be like a nice, comfortable feeling. Yeah. You know what? That's I'm going to change mine. Oh, Hagrid's hut. Oh, that's oh. smarter. Hang out with Hagrid. Oh, that's nice. Have some tea. Mm. You know cakes. his rock cakes are going to last for however long the storm is going to be. So. Fang. Yeah. You can nice watch com- the dog Huge comfy chairs. Yeah. That should be your Wi-Fi name, Hagrid's Hut. Oh, another oh. contender for Ooh. Wi-Fi. That's a good yeah. one. Because we're yeah. drinking tea. It's, we are. And you rock. And it's a hut. And you rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. And also, I like not, that not mad about that Wi-Fi name. Except it could be Hagrid's Hub. <laughs> funny. That's like funny. That. That's you. good. God damn it. I need to start that poll. I'm sorry, guys. I haven't done it yet. Well, we need some more uh, options. We've got a few, but we haven't gotten any since last episode. Well, that's... I don't think. Yeah, it's your yeah. fault. True. <laughs> but yeah. I think also, like, how many are we going for? 30. We're holding out for 30? Give the people what they want. Just Never let them add their Wi-Fi. own names to the poll. Oh, God. Which I, I think don't you can think do. you can do that. <laughs> if you're a member of a page, you can yeah, just set the... Um, have a write-in option? <laughs> I mean, if we It'll were... It'll be Wi-Fi, make Wi-Fi. Word, you can still say, moderate them. If we were oh, able yeah, to, yeah. like, okay them beforehand, I don't know if you can do that, though. I think so, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Maybe. I need to learn more about these things. Do and then I will do them. Or Laura will do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get when you get a good idea. You have to do more work. (laughs) Oh, that was you. (laughs) Jesus, I'm looking around like, what the fuck just turned on? (laughs) Laura's doing that. Kate's shutting down. (laughs) We're having a wonderful time. (laughs) This is great. According to plan, for sure. Recording to plan. (laughs) Recording to plan. Moving on. Moving. <laughs> that was on. a good one, Katie. Yeah. Thank like you. Those. It's very appropriate. Let's go to there. Let's, Let's go, go to, to there. there. The topic for today is fan theories. Yay. This is very exciting. What are you people up to? <laughs> yeah. I think so um, we had a lot of time to think this fandom. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's good about it, too, is most of these theories came about while well, the books were still coming out. So yeah. yes. a lot of them are obviously now baseless, but yeah. a lot of people still cling to them. So yeah. it, they're fun. Mm. But uh, yeah, I guess. How do we want to do this? Do we just want to like go around with um, silly things that we found? And- yeah. yeah, like we could. Or good fan theories. Yeah. If we found any. We'll round robin it. Yeah, um, yeah. I found I found a couple that are short and sweet, and then a couple that are like definitely way out there, and I wouldn't mind diving into a little bit just because they're some of the older theories. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we could just sort of like talk and yeah, 
you yeah. know, <laughs> like we like used we do. to sort of talking, you yeah. know, <laughs> Katie, I, I'm pretty, I, like, I have a pretty firm grasp of what podcasting is. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of us does sort of talk, you know, yeah. let's start with one of the like legit ones that you think are like, oh, that's really plausible. Um, you found. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my, my favorite one. And I think uh, our co-creator Aaron will be <laughs> really happy about this one also. So there is a theory out there that Neville wasn't actually bad at magic. He was just using the wrong wand. Yeah. But yeah, and that's I think one that's... of those ones that's kind of like proven. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. It's uh, I guess it hasn't been proven in so many words as JK actually no, saying but... it. But um, essentially the gist is um, similar to Ron getting a hand-me-down wand. Uh, Neville decided that he would use his dad's wand. I think um, maybe Augusta had something. Probably, yeah. Do yeah. That. yeah. But, you know, sentimental reasons and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, he didn't go to Ollivander's or yeah. uh, Grigorovich and mm-hmm. have the anyway. the wand ceremony and be chosen by the wand. Yeah. So that wand still belongs to his father. Mm-hmm. And his father's not deceased. Yeah. yeah. And he, so it wasn't one yeah, or anything yeah, like that. So they say that, like, he's, you know, bumbly and, like, bad at spells and things like that until after the um, the battle at the... Ministry. The Department of Mysteries, mm-hmm. yeah. where um, his wand is, like, broken mm-hmm. by... Uh, Gran's gonna kill me. What's his face? Yeah, who uh, breaks his wand? Dalahuff. Dalahuff. Yeah. That's basically it. Uh, his wand is broken. He's forced to get a new one, so he ends up going to Ollivander's and gets, uh, like, a proper ceremony done. His wand better. is chosen, yeah. and then suddenly he's, like, really good at magic. But like, still not good enough to perform a corporeal Patronus. Patronus. That could just be that he doesn't have any truly happy memories. Oh, sad. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot going for him. Yeah, I wonder if he would be able to like perform one now, like having oh, I think as a after going through a war like that and the bonding with friends and the amount that he came through and everyone was like, "Holy shit, Neville!" Even though it's a sad memory, there's a lot of like. I think they they said even like some of the professors at Hogwarts can't. It's a hard thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they they go on to say something about how like he performs like one of the best shield charms like up there with Hermione. Yeah. So like he's not bad. No. No. No, no, He's he's like a bananas pure blood as well. Like he's like. My blood is as pure as the driven snow. Really? Uh, that's yeah. your Neville? That's my Neville impression. Mm, beautiful. Very good. Yeah, very long yeah. bottom and um, very good. Thank you. Um, but like, yeah, I think, I think it's perhaps a combination of both. Like, if I can, I can link this to maybe the Queer Eye. What? Okay. You know what I mean? I've been watching it. I'll um, follow this. But it's like, I, I feel like he didn't have a lot of confidence like neville's also yeah. just like he's bumbling he's forgetful mm-hmm. like that you can't blame that on the wand no no it was just because like of his upbringing and stuff but like once he started to like i don't know like have a reason to like change his life and yeah. like see himself differently and like gain confidence and that kind of stuff then like i think that he was just better at magic i mean he also got a wand that fit mm-hmm. him yeah. so i think it was a combination mm-hmm. yeah. of both i agree and yeah. the fact that he's really good at a shield charm says a lot like he's more into protecting those he loves than yeah. actively fighting against mm-hmm. with say he's a like, lover a not a fighter well yeah he's gone into yeah. herbology right and that's yeah. very much a, like it's nurturing yeah, yeah. nurturing yeah career yeah. And you know, just reminds me of Queer Eye. Yeah. That's a good show. Yes, it is. Yeah. Is there any element to. It is. <laughs> I failed to see how that connected at all. Well, I, I don't never know. watched it's just it. Like, well, it's like 
people finding their confidence and the yeah. combination of many elements yeah. coming together and making them a better human. Everyone starts out as first oh. book Neville and then ends the show as like underwear charm. model Neville. Yeah. Yeah. Underwear <laughs> model <laughs> shield charm Neville. Yeah. Okay. Like, no joke. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It's a good theory, though, and I think it does, it makes sense to me, and yeah. I think it's pretty much canon now. I thought it was nice, because, yeah. like, some of them, um, yeah. you, you find out that the theory was old and, like, either came out before the movies did or mm-hmm. before Pottermore did, and then, like, supplemental information has come out on Pottermore to either confirm or deny certain things, mm-hmm. and uh, most, of, most of the ones that I found were pretty good and said, like, well, actually, JK has come out and said this, but... Yeah. Um, there's a few of them that, like, I guess in the case of that one, there hasn't been any, like, specific comment from her hmm. being like, this is what happened. I think it was it's just, obvious. like, everyone kind of went, yeah, no, mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he de- there is a line of dialogue where he does say that, like you just it said. It feels better now. Like, well, yeah. like, no, he says, like, that was my dad's wand. Or, yeah, but, like, after Mom, he gets gonna his gonna new wand, me. he's, like, so excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, like, is like, oh, it's unicorn hair, blah, blah, yeah. blah, cool. Yeah, he's excited about that. I think it's good. Yeah. I like that it's a one. nice one to start off with. We're yeah. starting easy and then we'll get to yeah. the yeah. bananas I, there's, there's some... I've got kind of like <laughs> a middle of the there. tracks one. It's it's nice, but it's a little bananas. I like it. Go uh, on. Crookshanks used to belong to Lily Potter. I oh. just saw that one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't come And it's that one. it's like because we know they had a cat. Yeah. And Harry wonders whether it survived the attack on the house, like mm-hmm. it ran away or something. And um, the reasons why they say it could be is the cat instantly chases after scabbers. It would have recognized Peter immediately. Yep. Because if it was him, yeah. they'd, he would have seen him transform. Oh, and the dang. smell. Yeah. Uh, most of, most of the Crookshank stuff that I came across was just the half Neasel thing, which was mm. obviously confirmed. And they were like, yeah. oh, it's the half Neasel that's going after scabbers because he's a fraud. But I like that better. Yeah. yeah, he's like, bitch, I know you. Yeah. You're that fucking rat. I've seen you before. <laughs> you killed my people. The only problem I have with it is Sirius would probably remember his best friend's pet. Yeah. Like. I think perhaps, like, Crookshanks does have a very specific yeah. um, face. Or it's like that smushed maybe bit, Sirius but like, had a really happy memory of Crookshanks and the Dementors ate it. Ugh. Sorry. Oh. Do you not get your memories back? I. I don't know. Like they feed off it. I don't think they take it completely from you. Oh. Well, it just leaves more room for your negative thoughts. Dying. Either way, that's deeply sad. Interesting. Um, I mean, if I didn't have pictures of the cat and 12 years had gone by and I saw like a similar cat, I might not be yeah, like, true. I know that cat. That cat's probably again, dead. This kind of looks like it. I like it, but probably not the same cat. Also, Sirius hmm. is a dog, so maybe he just doesn't pay attention to Crookshanks that much. Yeah. True. The cats and dogs fighting True. eternal enemies. It would kind <laughs> of um, give reason for Crookshanks' craziness. Yeah. Though. I mean, most cats are crazy, but like, I like jumping down on Ron yeah. the first time because he smells scabbers and... I really like that theory. I think it's like, it's, it's, it's fucking cute. cute and it's something I never thought of. And I also just sort of like... We we talked about this before when you we were doing your underrated character on Crookshanks, but that Mrs. Fig also was like a Neasel breeder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, what if that's like a neat connection between like all of them? Like Mrs. Oh, yeah. Fig Well, they obviously live close to there because and, the Dursleys were there yeah, and that's and family. Yeah, really got, got Crookshanks yeah. from, from Mrs. Fig. and Connection. Everything's tied up in a nice little bow. Little nice and connected. Package. <laughs> 
And I really meant that. Sorry, <laughs> that sounded sarcastic. So I, mean, I I don't know how long measles live, but yeah. that's also Probably really longer. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I, the research I did for today was all about the most ridiculous and stupidly hilarious theories that are out there. And I won't go into all of them now, but I will go into the, on my list is Crookshanks is Lily Potter. Oh my God. <laughs> a yes, reincarnation. Yes. <laughs> that he is actually a reincarnation of Harry's mother, Lily Potter, as oh, evidence. reincarnation, not Jesus, an <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> as evidenced by the, that they have matching red hair and green eyes and the cats hates scabbers. That's it. <laughs> that's that's it. all they have to that, go. That's oh. all it is. Oh my God. See, <laughs> all redheads are related. Yeah. Whether they're human Animal doesn't Her matter. Is Lily Potter? That's, That's fucking funny. funny. Bravo. I mean, you're related to Hunter, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. you are. We have Obviously. the same personality. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I catch you. Yeah. Hunter's my uh, very evil cat. For those of you that, yeah, aptly named. He's yeah. very lucky to have you. Yes. yes. Oh my god. I tell him daily. Yeah. He's just like, if it weren't for me, buddy, be dead. <laughs> just like. Uh, Hermione and Crookshanks. I'll come back to the the really ridiculous ones later, but I did find a fan theory that JK has come out and said on her Twitter is actually her favorite. Whoa. Uh, a fan theory yet. Its title is a bit dumb, but I'll read the little... It's really short, but I'll read the blurb. Um, it's called Dumbledore is Death. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that no, was on my list too. I like it. Yeah. The theory that Hogwarts headmaster Dumbledore actually represents death stems from the tale of three brothers told in Deathly Hallows. The story talks about how th- the three brothers who all try to cheat death in their own ways, which many have compared to the journeys of Voldemort, Snape, and Harry throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Voldemort represents the oldest brother who believes he can defeat death, but eventually falls due to his ego. Snape is the second brother who spends his whole life focused on a lost love, Lily. Harry is the youngest brother who was able to hide from death for his whole life before choosing to embrace it. And as some readers have pointed out, Dumbledore could also be associated with death in this story. Not only is not only is he responsible for Voldemort and Snape's demise, but he is also the one who greeted Harry at King's Cross. And on top of that, mm-hmm. he's the one who gave Harry the invisibility cloak of the youngest brother in the story. J.K.R. herself has supported this theory on Twitter, calling it her, uh, her favorite fan theory and saying that it's a beautiful theory and it fits. And that's what she posted that's on so Twitter. That's so lovely. It's See, beautiful and it fits. To and me, it's, yeah, it's, nice. it's like she would have had to have been thinking about it when she wrote the Three Brothers thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that she's coming out and saying, like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not what I had in mind. But yes. Yeah. Like, I think maybe. That's surprising. Yeah, it is. I mean, it. Her process must be, like, so baffling to have yeah, written true. that and, like, tie everything all together. But, um, yeah, maybe it was, like, a subconscious thing on her her part and she didn't realize it until mm. afterward. Or maybe she did realize it, but she just didn't want to be, like, oh, my God, like, I so totally nose, already like, thought about yeah. it. <laughs> and whatever, like, you're super behind. Like, maybe she was just, like, oh, that's yeah. nice that you guys thought of the same thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to just say something nice about it. Yeah. I but, have like, your money already. Someone really sweet. <laughs> Yeah, it's really kind. I Someone like on Twitter just tweeted at her and said, hey, JK, what's your favorite fan theory? Like, I don't know. I went, tried to figure out who this person was, and it's not anyone. I don't know. It's a robot. It's a robot. It's a ghost. And she just wrote, Dumbledore's death. It's beautiful, and it fits. And that's Aww. all she wrote. Yeah. Aww. I, um, I have a good companion one for that. Yeah. Ooh. I do, too. Um, <gasps> Harry is immortal. Mm. Nope. No. Go right ahead. Okay. This, I, ha- I saw I that. Of, this yeah. one. This one ends this kind of sad because of it, but it it fits loosely. 
So um, essentially, Trelawney's prophecy regarding the relationship between Harry and Voldemort, it's very particularly worded. So some nerd like went through and like sort of really picked it apart and um, came up with this theory that... Fucking nerds, getting things done. <laughs> Let's see. It's only a couple paragraphs, Proud so I'm just I'm just going to read it. Yeah. Um, this is this is someone articles. else's like uh, roundup of what is actually a really long Imgur post. So mm-hmm. uh, we can post that on our social cool. media later for you guys to see <laughs> from the original source. But um, mm-hmm. the lovely people at Mental Floss say, due to its potentially world-changing impact, the prophecy, which is very particularly worded. Um, with the relevant portion declaring that either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The obvious interpretation, and the one borne out by the ending of the series, is that Harry is destined to kill or be killed by Voldemort. There is no other way. There is, however, another way to interpret the prophecy, which the uh, Imgur user HP Wombat identified. <laughs> uh, we'll post it so you cool. can see. It's, it's really cool. But uh, if either Harry or Voldemort must die at the hand of the other, it is conceivable that the one to survive remains immune to death through any other means. Harry vanquished Voldemort, thereby satisfying the condition of the prophecy that indicated he could, but it may be that Harry himself is now effectively immortal. Those familiar with the Greek myth of uh, Tithonus and Eos will immediately recognize the tragedy of such a fate. There's an additional twist for Harry. By sacrificing his death, he will never have the opportunity to see his family, even in death. And that's what's really sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> My ridiculous article called it, Harry is doomed to live forever. I yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought the- maybe they were going to be like, because he's so famous. The doctor's <laughs> talking about him. And it's a series that will live on forever because it's so universal. Well, I like it's sad, but it's plausible. Nice. Like, yeah. the whole story is based off of uh, someone trying to become immortal who can't, and yet he's just going to be, like, doomed to immortality. Like, yeah. it's just such a jump for me that I'm just like... I don't know. It's it's one of those philosophical, like, mind scritchers, I guess. Because, yeah. you know, as you say... Mind scritchers. Mind scritchers. Yeah, it's just like, so Voldemort's obviously trying to live forever, yeah. and yeah. Harry's like, okay, I have to die to stop this shit. And then he ends up fucking living is, forever is that as a result. Irony? Is that the definition yeah. of irony? I guess. I, I think, like, like, that theory, I have heard it before, and it's sort of like something where I'm like, that would make sense in a like doctor who world yeah yeah like i can see it and i sort of like (laughs) in a moffat world yeah Yeah, like i i see it and it sort of makes sense and i'm like yeah and and also it's something i never really thought of when i was reading the books that oh he has to die but the wording is very odd and particular yeah um yeah but because it's so particular you'd think it would need a clause in it saying and thus the winner shall gain immortality like Something like that. Like, yeah. there's no mention of living after the the fight is done. Basically, well, there so, are, there like, are some things that are very like vague. Like he ha- he has powers that the Dark Lord knows yeah. not, and like stuff like that. Where you're like, okay, like cool. And like, then Dumbledore what just is says, that? "Okay, love, <laughs> love, Great. and I'm a Horcrux, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I understand Parseltongue. That's cool. Um, but yeah, like it is dope, and I think it's like it's really cool to think about. I don't think it would really fit because a lot of this series is like about how final death is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. barring of course harry's miraculous yeah. comebackery 
but, <laughs> but that's like, what we'll call that. Yeah, yeah. Harry's yeah. miraculous comeback. Harry and the comebackery. Yeah. So there is that, but I also like can see that as like, I feel like that would be like a tale of Beetle the Bard. Like yeah. It, yeah. it fits when you think of it in the context of the mm-hmm. three brothers. Like, yeah. If that fable. was in, yeah, if that was in the story, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's totally a Harry Potter story. Yeah. yeah. So the thing for me sense. though is that immortality doesn't seem like a prize. No. No. Just and you and especially really being that Harry's like are. our hero. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't want that for him. No, it'd be super sad. And any mm. sort of you know immortality character is you like the character who's basically immortal is usually like this fucking sucks well especially in this world because we know there is an afterlife in this world Mm -hmm. or there's at least something that ghosts are denying themselves and everyone's saying oh they would choose to go on and and there's this king's cross station yeah there's this like agreement that we understand that there's an afterlife and Mm -hmm. immortality would really suck for someone who's wants to hang out with their family kind of thing yeah Mm -hmm. it would be super sad I have another one that kind of goes along the same lines as uh, Kate's, just with like things fitting in, but it's completely ridiculous. And I searched worst fan theory ever, (laughs) and I got this one. And here we go. The theory is that the Dursley's Christmas gifts to Harry have been parallels for the Deathly Hallows. Oh, shit. I remember (laughs) reading this like years ago. And it was like... That's what? a bit much, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. What? So I'll read what uh, this website said about it. Redditor <laughs> I shoot with a camera recently posted a Harry Potter fan theory suggesting that the Dursleys' Christmas gifts to Harry may have been parallels for the Deathly Hallows. Here's what the little punk wrote. That's their words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> the little punk. <laughs> uh, first year, the Dursleys sent Harry a 50 pence piece, a representation of the resurrection stone they put a period but i think it should be a question mark second year the dursley sent harry a toothpick a representation of the elder wand fourth year the dursley sent a single tissue invisibility cloak but you have to ignore harry's gift uh of the sock right and doesn't he get a coat hanger or is that like a memory of getting a coat yeah i can't remember if he he gets Mm -hmm. one while we're there or he's just remembering some of the past presents that have been awful yeah so and that's <laughs> it. Uh, JK has uh, not confirmed nor denied it. Not so, to, yeah, still up in the air. <laughs> um, while we're still on ones that are even slightly plausible, I saw this one and I thought it was really adorable and fun. Um, but that Newt Scamander gave Aragog to Hagrid. I saw that. That's cute. Because he just says, I, Aragog says, oh, I came to this land. In the pocket of a traveler. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, like, where I'm from and that kind of stuff. I like think that's fucking cute. Yeah. And maybe. I, I like know. that. Yeah. Like that and especially because Hagrid has such a big heart, Newt would have recognized that and been like, no, it you'll take care of just, him. Like, like um, Newt's commander yeah. is like Hagrid's Dumbledore. I mean, you know, yeah. his Dumbledore is like Hagrid's Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, his other door. Yeah, other door. <laughs> There's Dumble and other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the classic doors. Yeah. I don't doors. know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> adorable. <laughs> adorable. It's adorable. But like, I really like that. Like, it's just very short and sweet. And it's like, why yeah, the hell not? Yeah. <laughs> why the hell not? We still know he's alive. So. Yeah. yeah. Back to the comparison of 
gifts versus the Deathly Hollows. There is a really cool fan theory that does a comparison like that as well. That's the obstacles Harry, Ron, and Hermione face in the Sorcerer's yeah. Stone oh, foreshadow okay. the rest of the series. Oh. And I mean, there Tell are me more. There yeah. are. It's it's plausible. It's not like yeah, absolutely. But there are, and there are a lot of missing elements. But yeah. and some are based very loosely. But the base, the first trouble that they face is the Devil's Snare, uh, a plant very similar Fluffy. to the. Fluffy's the first. Fluffy's the first. And then that's, I think, yes, you're right. Sorry. And then they face the devil's snare, the plant very similar to the Whomping Willow in the second book. So De- Fluffy would be the first oh. book. Yeah. Devil's snare, second book. The second, um, or the third trouble is the broom and winged keys, which are symbolic to the Quidditch match where Harry is attacked by Dementors and Prisoner Ooh. of Azkaban. Then they do the life-size chess match, stylized like a graveyard, a puzzle leading Ooh. to death, similar to the maze in Goblet of Fire that ends with Harry in a graveyard. The next obstacle is a troll. We meet Gorp in the fifth novel. The next is Rob. a potion puzzle, which is reflected in the sixth book. Six book books <laughs> emphasis <laughs> on the potion teacher, uh, Professor Slughorn, mm. and the Half Blood Princess potions book that Harry finds. And finally, Harry finds himself face to face with Voldemort, just like he does in the Deathly Hollows. I like that yeah. one way better than the one I read because the one I was reading was just like Fluffy is representing all the physical things that they're going to have to get past in oh. all the books. Two is learning to trust Hermione and listen. Oh, it's more like yeah. broader and And then like to... uh, the next one, Ron and Hermione help them again, help him again. And then all the same and until, oh, Harry has to be alone. And I like that one, actually. It's much better. Yeah, it's like direct things. Now, like the wing and broom one with the keys was like, Related to the Quidditch match, I get it, but that wasn't the most important no, part of that not. book. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, that's a bit of a stretch. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's some that are like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, the maze one ending in a graveyard. And yeah. it was like the, the chess game was described like, described like a graveyard yeah. with all the broken pieces. That so it was like, neat. huh, that's interesting. Hmm. Thematically, I like it. Yeah. That like reminds me of the uh, like Harry Potter is symmetrical um, oh, yeah. yes. post that we did like Those a long fun. time ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just so good. Yeah. Like how how she structured this is bananas. Ugh, babe. Everything. JK Rowling is such a babe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You've got a beautiful babe. mind. Fucking babe. <laughs> babe what burns. a babe. So good. But it's really dope. I have a fun one that is unfortunately debunked by the movies mm. if you accept them as canon, which I do. I, I guess most do. people yeah. do. Yeah. Um, but Maybe it's that uh, Draco Malfoy is a werewolf. Oh, God. Yeah, I saw that one. I really, really like it. I wish it was. Because if you, if you just read the books, it's totally plausible. And it's so uh, important to the people who came up with it that they made the URL DracoMalfoyIsAWerewolf.com. And it's just a page with their theory on it. And it's fun. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so they essentially, they go back through the sixth and seventh books and they compile some of the most convincing evidence. And uh, so first off, Draco's not actually a Death Eater. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this is um, at the beginning of the sixth book, when Harry is hiding in Borgen and Burke's, Draco threatens Borgen by showing him something on his arm. In the book, we don't know what it is because mm-hmm. Harry can't see it. In the movie, we see that he he reveals it to be the um, the, the dark mark, yeah. which he also reveals to Dumbledore in the astronomy yeah. tower. But in the books, that doesn't There's happen. No mention of it. Hmm. Um, and then they go on to say that, like, for a lot of the sixth book, he's very sickly looking, 
<laughs> um, and we attribute this to the the stress that he's feeling from having to be on this mission for Voldemort. But um, so what would we have shown him on his arm? Werewolf hair? A werewolf mar- a bite? Oh, okay. Because uh, um, like yeah, the, the scars that like Lupin has. On yeah, his have fur. The theory is that <laughs> like so Voldemort. This is so fucking funny. He, like what? He just has like a patch, just of a little fur patch in his body. elbow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Full moon be damned. <laughs> I have fur. <laughs> Well, wherever you get bit, it yeah. just, just grows like around there. Yeah. yeah. How interesting. But they, they so delve that. a little bit deeper into it. So we know that Lucius is being punished by Voldemort via house arrest mm-hmm. for yeah. allowing one of his horcruxes to be destroyed. And if you really think about it, that's not a really bad punishment for essentially letting a seventh of his soul be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So um, a part of their theory is he orders Fenrir Greyback to bite Draco, and that's oh. how he becomes a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, that sounds a little bit more sinister to me. I, I feel like that fits. Um, yeah. And it also sort of uh, ties into why he needs to keep a close relationship with Snape, uh, not just because of the unbreakable vow, but because he requires Wolfbane potion to oh. hide it. And mm. it's another reason why um, Narcissa at the end... Uh, lies for Harry because their ideals as a family no longer lines up with uh, Voldemort's vision for the world, which is purebloods only. Because Draco is now half blood. So mm-hmm. wow, yeah, that's it. Like it's very cool. Like there are a few things where I think perhaps the theory breaks down a wee bit, which is when he's threatening Bor- Borgen. He says, "You know, Fenrir Greyback. He's like a family friend." Mm-hmm. So he'll be checking up on you to make sure that yeah. you get this fucking cabinet fixed. But that was mm-hmm. part of the threat, being like, look, he bit me, so... I know, but it and it could be, but if he was a werewolf, he could just be like, look, bitch, I'm a I'm werewolf. Fenrir, he did it. Fenrir does have, like, a badder reputation about, like, biting people even not in the full moon. And so, even still, like, I could see that hanging out. It's just, like, it's a little bit sort of like, I don't know if he'd actually say that if he was a werewolf, too. True. But like his human form, just like... Ow. Yeah. <laughs> it does nothing, Fenrir. Stop! <laughs> Just Ow. gently gnawing on his femur. But like, it's really cool. I would say more like it, he would have been bit maybe in the seventh book rather yeah. than in the sixth because we also don't see him miss school. Like yeah. Lupin was gone. Well, you know, he'd always be like, "Oh, he's in the infirmary." But like in the sixth book. Like, Harry is, like, tracking his every shit. Like, he's like, oh, I need to keep my eye on Draco all the fucking time. He's watching him mm-hmm. on his He was thing. going to lessons, yeah. He was going to lessons. He was still doing stuff. He just looked stressed and haggard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that might have been a punishment for not killing Dumbledore himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would have been more fitting in the seventh book than in the sixth book. Yeah. But, like, I kind of like it because how Narcissa sort of goes off the rails, even if it was just threatened... Like, instead of killing him. Yeah. That's, we assumed that that's what Voldemort was threatening when, like, Draco with, if he doesn't perform the task, but maybe it was just yeah. being bitten, mm-hmm. you know? And that would have, like, terrified Narcissa yeah. just as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She loves hmm. her son. Yeah. I think there was another, like, really silly thing where they, they said that because in the third movie, um, or, or the book, uh, Draco does a werewolf howl. Oh, uh, or something like that, and they're like foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But yeah, it's really cute. Um, It's a really short read, so we can post a link to that one as well. But uh, I want to read that. Yeah. Oh, I have a foreshadowing one. 
Mm. Uh, the visit to St. Mungo's was foreshadowing. In Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, there's foreshadowing that comes from the floor guide of the hospital. Oh. When they go to see Mr. Weasley, there's a phrase that we encounter. While the theory is a little more out there and includes four parts of the floor guide, it is still interesting. And I agree. But uh, on the floor guide, it says, creature-induced injuries, dangerous... Die, Llewellyn Ward, serious bites. Hmm. So the uh, first, <laughs> the first um, <laughs> word of each button? one is creature, dangerous, die, serious. Creature, <gasps> dangerous, die, serious. So creature being Whoa. the house health creature. Okay. Creature is dangerous. Yeah. Oh, I hate and that. And serious dies. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I mean, I love it and I hate it. Yeah. Oh, that hurts my heart. Oh, so, uh, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> if, still if a babe. That's true, <laughs> like, still a babe. Uh, but you hurt me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Babes can hurt me too. Babes are dangerous. Like it could be just one of Babe, those like dangerous. <laughs> Katie, Katie cry. <laughs> it could just be like uh, coincidence. Coincidence. That's it. Babe. But babe. foreshadowing. Babe, babe. That'd be pretty good. She's such That'd a babe. Really it's really good. It's very yeah. good. That's bananas good. Yeah. But it's, I fucking it's love so our fandom obscure, so like, much. Why would she put that in other why than to would just she? be like, I'm, I'm happy that no one's ever going to find this. But it's like just so dope. It. Like if it, if it is a coincidence, like that someone found it and was like, here. Ugh. Yeah. I love the internet. I love our it's fandom. So good. They are good. They are good to Until us. Until they're not. Tell us. Oh. <laughs> Point <laughs> and counterpoint. Go on. I'm not going to go into the, the explanations. I'm just going to read the titles that I found. And it goes a little something like this. Uh-oh. Professor McGonagall is actually a Death Eater. That's Ooh. my angry one. <laughs> go into it. Okay, then no, go. No, 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 no. Okay. No. I, mean, I want to explore no, that No, it's one. dumb. <laughs> there's, like, it's there's terrible. nothing. There's yeah. no base. Yeah. It's horrible. There's like McGonagall said muggles aren't always completely stupid or something. Yeah. And that's yeah. basically it. And then because she didn't protect Harry enough, that means she actually wants him dead. Yeah. Yes. It, it's or a bad she one. has really inconsistent bursts of emotion or something like that. And because she can turn into a cat, she's good at hiding oh. her true. Yeah. Feelings. That one is 100% the dumbest. Yeah. Just hiding her two felines. Felines. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. <laughs> Points to Katie. Yay! What does that even I mean? Don't agree to that. The Come Dursleys on. aren't horrible. Oh. Yeah. They're just we've, so mad all the time because Harry's a horcrux. Yeah, and we've, we've talked, talked about, about that. that. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's stupid. They were shitty before Harry yeah. was dumped on their don't doorstep. Don't make excuses for abusive people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Willy Wonka oh, is God. actually George, George Weasley. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I scrolled right fucking past it. I'm I read not, it. I'm not going to give you the time of my day. The greatest thing in it is that it couldn't be true because Molly Weasley would also go back in time and pull him back by his only ear that's left. Hilarious. <laughs> that's true. That's really good. The next one we we can go back to again. Ron is Dumbledore. Yeah, that one's like famous Stop. and it's super it. crazy. Stupid. So dumb. And it's just like they're redheads. They like food and it's like yeah. cool, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, two people can have the same <laughs> Yeah, Lily Potter. This this article it. had their redheads with big hands. <laughs> That's why they're oh the same person. For Mary sure. Poppins and Harry Potter are in the same universe. I Funny. have heard that. Yeah. I've also heard that Mary Poppins is a Time Lord. I like that better. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah, no, yeah. I like that better. So why can't she be both? 
I've got I'm two. A wizard? Yeah. <laughs> I've got two more. Horcruxes are I'm created one. by cannibalism. And we talked about this like not too long yeah. ago. What was that for? We had our Horcrux episode. Yeah, we did. That was, that was like a it. year ago, though. Yeah. No. Oh, time. No. Yeah, it was no. in June. I think. No. I miss June. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, my favorite one that I lulled very hard at. <laughs> Harry hallucinated the whole thing while living in the Dursley's cupboard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like that it's episode of Buffy. And then we all go. Oh, it's like, it was all a dream. It's such a cop out. Like, it is. It's so like pretty much so every show that Ever. goes on for enough times has an episode. Like yeah. I've been watching a, a lot of Star Trek. And I think there's like <laughs> at least two of them that are like, just kidding. <laughs> You're not on a starship. Yeah. Etc. And like with the Buffy episode, which is really hard on the oh, heart. That one fucking hurts. Oh, darn it does. It really fucking hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't like it. but Especially with all the alternate timeline or yeah. universe things that is actually like canon in Buffy. Yeah. Makes me sad. The world of shrimp. The yeah. world without shrimp. Yeah. There is a world where that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's so sad. No shrimp? I love shrimp. Oh, dimensions. Dimensions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should. They, so this was came from Screen Rant. In the world with shrimp. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I like Sorry. me. No, this this article that I'm reading from came from ScreenRant.com, and they did have other ones in there, like Crookshanks is Lily and J.K. is Rita Skeeter. Yeah, yeah I, I read that too. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch so of other good ones. Like, all right. <laughs> so go check it out because the list right. is very long. I just picked a few. Right. I have one. JK writes way better than Rita. Yeah. Way better. In fact, yeah. I mean, with emotion. And it's much nicer. <laughs> yeah. She's a babe. She's a babe. Babe. But also, if like, one she, thing we've she learned, technically did write everything that Rita Skeeter wrote. Yes. 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 To, well, she then she's everyone. Rita Skeeter's fake. Yeah. She's New all fan of us. theory. JK's everyone. Oh my God. We are JK. We are JK. I, I have we one that made babes. me mad. <laughs> I finally Whoa. achieved babe status. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Sorry, uh, go on, Craig. <laughs> Ginny drugged Harry with Oh, that's the one I was just going to oh, okay. say. Okay, you, you go ahead then. You died, yeah. So I was only going to bring this one up to make a, a nice little dig at Albus Potter. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this one is brought by a Reddit user, LooneyLoveGood511. Uh, essentially, yeah, she talks about how there's a heavy theme on potions and whatnot in the sixth book to begin with. So it's not like... It's true. Ramil Devane yeah, the love potion. Yeah, for sure. But um, they say that this poison. one is most likely um, the byproduct of the Harry Hermione supporters who it, were just yeah. really mad. Because too. they say that, like, there's no evidence to support that Harry even noticed Ginny and then suddenly they were just in love. And That's it comes up Point like, of odor... Lisa that Six. only comes from the frickin' movies. Yeah. yeah. If you read the books, there's a clear... Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a yeah. huge progression. Yeah. This it's really one, nice. This one just angers the blood, but yeah, I was it's like, so it's, it's funny. It angries at the blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was funny because I'm like, yeah, if it is, in fact, a love potion relationship and she's just been, like, low-dosing him for years and years and years, that's why Elvis Potter sucks. Yeah. Oh, I was that's wondering funny. how you were going to get Elvis in there. That's yeah. funny. Because mm. the sixth yeah, book is like, where... the whole um, thing is Voldemort sucks. <clears throat> yeah, well, because, yeah, he's yeah. like, uh, can't feel love because he's a product of a yeah. love potion. Basically, and that's a date good rape. theory. Yeah. yeah. This, this is just. Yeah, no, JK has actually angry. come out and been like, no, this is dumb. Good. 
Harry yeah. loves Jenny. Yeah. yeah. It this makes is, sense. Yeah. Um, it get out of right here, now. Harry, it's Hermione It's a well-written shippers. relationship. They well, relate together yeah, well yeah. for very good mm-hmm. reasons, past trauma, all that sort of shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. it we just makes sense. We should lump in our, lump in shippers with... With that nonsense. Because, no. yeah. like, you could still ship Harry and Hermione and not yeah. think Ginny was poisoning him. My personal fan theory is that in the early books, she was like, they're both babes. I like them both. Because I, as a reader, was like, they're both babes. I like them both. I think she thought both of them were stupid. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> you can be a babe, but stupid. Yeah. You're stupid, babe. Uh, I found a stupid one. I'm pretty sure, Craig, you will have seen this too, because I'm fairly sure we were looking from the same possibly yeah. same article. Harry is King Arthur. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, distant... it, and there's nothing, <laughs> nothing to back it up. It's like it's really fucking dumb. It's just sort of like he's just actually King Arthur, I guess, reincarnated. I don't know, but it's yeah. like just because of all the like. Merlin's uh, references in the fact that he pulls the, the Godric out of the hat. Gryffindor's sword. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's And great. it's like, okay. He's King Arthur. Sir, this is nothing. I have a, a decent one where Harry and Ron are making up their predictions in Divinations, uh, but they actually do predict what's going to happen in the Triwizard Tournament. Hmm. So one of the predictions is... Harry will be in danger of burns. The first task is against dragons. Yes, I really he like this swindled. one. Uh, next, that he will lose a treasured, treasured possession. Ron, he loses his best oh, friend. Wow. And then Ron has the prediction, or Harry has the prediction for Ron that he will drown. And he is under the lake yeah. in a huh. magically induced sleep. <laughs> um, and then you will get stabbed in the back by someone you thought was a friend. And his defense against the dark arts teacher is a baddie. And then spoiler, <laughs> uh, you'll come off worse in a fight, and he comes off worse in the duel with Voldemort in Dang. a way, yeah, because Cedric dies, and yeah, he only just gets away. So. Well, also, yeah, like he's injured, yeah. and Voldemort isn't, he's unscathed, he's just scared of the ghost. I do like that one, I really like it. And it's one of those things where it's like, I think that's like a little bit of a, a little bit of a wink, a wink from, <laughs> from JK. Because, like, she obviously could have done that, and then she's like, I'm just going to do this, like, for fun. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to, like, put these things. That's going to be funny. Like, it could be a coincidence, but also that one's a little bit specific enough that I'm like, I totally buy that she did that on purpose. (laughs) It's like a little little Easter egg for Mm -hmm. all the fucking nerds. I have a super dumb one. Tell me right now. Give it. Um, I I think you already mentioned it in the reading of the titles, but um, apparently... The most persistent far-fetched theory that people really don't want to let go of is that Ron Weasley is actually a time-traveling Dumbledore. I want to learn more about this. Yeah. Like, oh I, I, want, I, I read through the it. source material. And Laura, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Point hey. to Ravenclaw for doing your homework. It's we not. all did homework. Yeah. It's, it's a bag <laughs> we of crazy. We did homework. Let's hear it. It's definitely a bag of crazy. Um... And it has entirely to do with wizard's chess. Oh. Um, So they're really, really clinging to the fact that... So, okay, so they they do the obvious of um, speaking directly about how Harry has described both Dumbledore and Ron as having similar features physically. Um, Long hair and big hands. Long nose, long fingers, whatever. 
Um, the fact that Dumbledore was redhead in the memories or whatever. But he was an Auburn. Yeah, he was Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, but <laughs> whatever. whatever. Uh, Ron's younger, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there's definitely some major holes in it, but like it's really fun to kind of read through why they think it's plausible. Mm. And uh, so they start off with the chess analogy. Um, and like Weasley is our king, et cetera. Yeah, okay, so it starts off, the curious dual role of Ron in the chess game. What is so interesting about this game is that Ron actually plays two roles. He's both the knight, fighting in the war, and the metaphorical player, giving the orders, when, as we all know, Dumbledore is the one calling the shots, directing the troops in the larger game, which is the war. Uh, Dumbledore is the metaphorical chess player in the war on the side of good. So if he's a piece in the game, he's the king. However, in the game, the trio plays, it's Ron who directs all the action, and it's Ron who is the metaphorical player. Uh, so they're like, how do we reconcile this? Um, and they say that Rowling gives us the answer in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Weasley is our king. Oh my god. So, <laughs> oh so yeah, the, we'll just post a link to it, because it, it does go on for a little while, but um, they make a really nice comparison to why Harry is the bishop and not the king. Hmm. Because um, Neville is the other bishop. Yeah. So the king can be taken by either one. Mm. Oh, I like that. And it doesn't matter if it's Harry or if it's Neville. Hmm. But either way, there's a backup. So if Harry doesn't succeed, Neville yeah. can. Ooh, okay. Yeah. But um, this is like a nice like symmetry of, like uh, we're talking like yeah, symmetry yeah. in writing, but that doesn't mean that they're the same person. Yeah. Not, I know we're all on the same yeah, page, totally. but like, yeah. I just felt um, like I had to interject with that. <laughs> but yeah, they, so basically they go through their reasoning, they lay it all out, they're making their nice parallels, and then they get into the, um, the uh, time turner shit, and they're just like, she did mention there was something about how you could fuck with age if you uh, played around with the time turner too much, and that's our whole basis for how yeah, Ron grew up after Hermione dies and everything like that. He goes back in time, and he just comes back as Dumbledore. And then all the people in the what? comments are like, then how do you explain Aberforth and his sister? And then yeah. they're like... like people who know him yeah. as a baby. Yeah. Yeah. But then some people... Knowing him years. Yeah. And- but then people in the comments were like, well, maybe what happened is uh, Dumbledore dies in the duel with Grindelwald, and then Ron just takes over as what? Dumbledore or something like that, and then he just continues to live. And then there's some weird oh, comparisons having to do with birdie bots, every flavored beans, oh my God. being like the reason he doesn't like them is because he got a vomit flavored one. And then they're like, time-wise, birdie bots didn't come out till 1935, so Dumbledore wouldn't have been in his youth. So therefore, his youth had to be when he was Ron. What? He likes, <laughs> he likes candy now. Like, all of his yeah. like, passwords oh are candy God. related. Yeah. And then how does it make any fucking sense? And you then explain, uh, like bumbling ding dong wrong and then bumbling su- ding dong <laughs> and then like super intelligent because Dumbledore, Dumbledore is future Ron. So Ron just got no, really no, smart. No, 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 no. Something like that. <laughs> it's so uh, weird. Where so Dumbledore knows where everything is uh. because Ron has already experienced it. Like he knows mm-hmm. things that he shouldn't be able to know. But then I think it can be explained away by the fact that he's a, a legilimens mm. mm. um, in, in reality. But it's it's a fun read. I do recommend Funny. looking through it because they try really hard and like... They both really like, like food. If, if you're not <laughs> yeah. looking at it super skeptically, you're like, okay, you're making some fair points. But then like two comments in, you're like, nah, this is bullshit. <laughs> but it is, it's fun. It's fun that they tried and I appreciate that they showed up and gave it their all. They cited all of their sources. They did their homework. So they good did for good. them. Um, but yeah, it's, if we forget to post the link, it's on unplottables.wordpress.com slash Weasley is our king. 
Um, you know how easy citing things that yeah, make you, you sound your, right? Yeah, you can is? cite your references when you're telling people that the Earth is flat. Exactly. <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> flat Earthers. Yeah, but anyways, I yeah, it's it's a it's a dumb theory. It's very far fetched, but I do recommend giving. I it think a it read. takes it's away from fun. Ron and his character. Like, yeah. let him be good at something. It doesn't matter. Very Interesting. Funny. It, yeah, no, I I had a good time reading it, so. I will have no problem sharing that. Yeah, no, share it. Mm. Sure. I'd like to read it. I want to, like, continue with the <laughs> Harry Potter ones. I've just been looking up some, like, Fantastic Beast ones as well. Oh, that I thought, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, if anybody has any I, more. Oh, I have one more <laughs> Harry Potter I one. I just have one that's kind of, like, a happy. Okay, one. I have a sad, and then you guys have a happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll do mine first. And, again, I think well. Craig has already seen this. Maybe all of you have. But there is a theory that... Um, Hagrid is sterile, like he can't have kids. There's a lot of yeah. like hybrid right. species, like a mule, are are sterile. They can't have children, and maybe that's why he bonds so well with the kids. Uh, and that to me, that's nice. makes it really nice. Yeah. That's, right. that's always yeah, yeah, it is. Like it's sad, but it's yeah. also like aw, because I've always been like, why are his best friends kids? But like, if he can't have kids, and he's yeah. like, yeah. I'm adopt these three. They're yeah. cute. I'm, That's yeah. fucking I'm cute. I'm just a big daddy. I'm, I'm just a big emotional. daddy. Laura and I are like, that's really sweet. Katie and like, I'm a daddy. He's a daddy. <laughs> a big daddy. I'm just like a daddy. He's a big daddy. Oh, Laura's crying. We did it. We broke Laura. We did the easiest thing in the world, make Laura cry. <laughs> I thought make Laura drunk was easier. Uh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's the same. Sometimes it's the same. Usually they go hand in hand. Two birds, one stone. It's all in the eyes. <laughs> All right, what's, happy what's ending. Heartwarming, yours or mine? Uh, probably yours. Okay, you go yeah. ahead then. Um, my my last one's really simple. Um, there's a reason that Harry's class size is so small. Oh, I yeah, think I we we talked too. about this before, but um, in uh, 2000 there was a a chat with J.K. that was hosted by Scholastic, wherein she flat out says there are a thousand students at Hogwarts. Which was um, way more than we thought. Yeah, a lot more. And if you do the math, that means that there should be roughly 35 students in each house each year. But there's only 10 in Harry's year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. someone said, essentially, it's probably just an oversight. Well, well, well no, it, it wouldn't be even. an oversight by Rowling, but um, essentially they were saying that because uh, 10 years prior was during Voldemort's reign of power, the mm-hmm. uh, baby making probably slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like people tend to not class sizes bring were a little bit lighter. Into, uh, yeah. yeah, a scary situation. Yeah, so true. they actually called it a baby drought. Yeah, a baby oh, drought. But then there'd be a baby yeah. boom after the war, like mm-hmm. with uh, Harry and Jenny and yeah. all them babies. Mm. But yeah, I thought that was kind of. I'm yeah, like a thousand. Yeah. A thousand is like a, a nice size for a castle school. But mm-hmm. yeah, like we were like, there's for sure only ten students in yeah. each house when we're reading. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, mine, we've mentioned before, but if you're one of the, I guess you could call lucky kids that was born between 1985 and 1998, that means you were born between the years of the war when Voldemort was in power. That's why you didn't get your letter. And that's us. us. And I'm sure that's a lot of our listeners, uh, out there. So that's the reason we didn't get our letters. Why people are continually not getting their letters, I don't know. There's a backlog. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You'll get them eventually, people. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. It, that only, makes feel it only does work for 
Yeah. Yeah. Like the UK. But that's (laughs) what I'm going to cling to. (laughs) We are Canadian. (laughs) Shut up. So it counts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's like two, two like good Fantastic Beasts fan theories that I found. And both are a little bit like they're, they're loose enough that I don't think that they'd be spoilers. Okay. Um, but like, I think there's some information that I don't think we knew about one of the characters, but it's like, it's out in the world and it's, right. it's not a spoiler. So the first cool thing is how, <laughs> and this might be a wee bit of a stretch, but I think like this is the internet going crazy. So <laughs> as it do, yeah, mm-hmm. as it does, as it do. Um, when someone was asking, uh, JK Rowling, total babe on Twitter, <laughs> uh, hey, babe, got a question for you, babe. <laughs> At babe, um, <laughs> how many Fantastic Beast movies there'd be? And she said five. Sank, fünf, cinco, cinque, and those are how oh. you say five in five different languages. Hey. The first being English. Yeah. It, the first one took place in America. The second being French takes place in France, at least partly. Yeah. The third one is German. Ooh. Might take place in Germany. The fourth one is. Spanish might take place in a Spanish-speaking <laughs> or Mexico <laughs> or well, Spanish-speaking yeah. country. South any of them, uh, yeah. yeah. And the Castle fifth Prusa. being Italian. <laughs> oh so, my god, that's very exciting! Hey, please let that be. Something. And yeah, we don't know, and it's like it's maybe, but it's like that'd be super cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be super cool. I think no one would be mad nope. about that one. And then so then the second one. Is a little bananas, but it's one of those things where I'm like, I could, I could buy that given enough story. Drunk. Okay. So we oh. talked about um, the character Maledictus in, I don't know, it was a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. and um, she's in going to be at least in the next uh, Fantastic Beast movie. She's the one, one of the circus performers. That's when we talked oh. about the trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 When we talked about the trailer. Yeah. So it turns out that she has a rare blood disease that means that she will transform into a beast eventually and let me get this right she will eventually transform into a permanent beast because of a blood curse Hmm. and uh like penelope people like what type of beast though like big scary or like you get to turn into a niffler for the rest of your life well this is the thing (laughs) just like based on her styling i think they're Mm -hmm. they're taking clues from her costuming and Mm -hmm. her wardrobe and makeup and all that business but uh, there is a fan theory that she turns into Nugini. Nugini. <gasps> Whoa. And that would explain how fucking smart Nugini is. Because, uh-huh. like, she's more intelligent than... She's not just an animal. She's not a regular she's really snake. A she's a cool yeah. snake. Yeah. She's, like, not like a regular snake. She's a cool snake. Well, she's um, trained to some degree. Yeah. Could be. But, like, it was one of those things where I was like, hmm. that's fucking neat. I don't know if I buy it, but, nah. like, and we'll if they see. set yeah. it up enough, I'm like, I could see it going there. It'd be a neat way to tie it. I also found one huh. theory that was just, it was super stupid and it for sure does not work at all. But it's like, uh, that Credence is Voldemort's dad. Oh, yeah. No, and I it's saw like, that one too. Except like, that it doesn't wait, work because no. of all these reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work at all. Like, the only thing kind of is like, oh, he's got black hair, pale, and he's handsome. Yeah. yeah. And he's magical. They would have known his name was Credence but, too. Like, yeah, exactly. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. He's named not after Tom. his father. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Riddle. Yeah. He changed yeah. his name. I don't want to be Creedence. I want to be Tom the Riddler. <laughs> but there is some interesting lineage thing 
that says that he might be related to the little estranges on his mother's side. Mm. Credence? Mm. Credence. Whoa. Yeah. Which brings it's him like, back to it's Newt. Like him and Lita are cousins. Like they share, mm. like their mothers are sisters. I always just assume and everyone's a cousin. The strangers. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a So circle. maybe. Hmm. But anyway, those are the ones that are out so far. Cool. Neat. Yeah. I really hope those five countries is a thing. Yeah. It'd be yes. super cool. It might be like the internet just like dissecting everything yeah. and being like, oh, the first two are right. The rest must be right. Well, was she at a conference where these five <laughs> languages were being spoken? Like, I think but she was just being salty. Like, those are the things like, before, most five, like the, the signs five. at Mungo's hospital oh. or the other wow. one that you really liked. Like, if these are things that she does, or if fans have theorized about things they found in the book. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. You know. I, that one sounds much more plausible than some of the other ones we said. The dream she's journal or like that. Yeah. She's a sneaky babe. She is a sneaky babe. And like I feel like if I had the brain power of JK Rowling in my head, I might be like, I'm totally gonna fuck with Twitter on this one. <laughs> yeah, and be like, ha, ha 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 You're not gonna be It is a joke oh, you it, won't get for oh, another ten years spoken? once the movies are yeah. all out. It was written. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. That's uh, what I mean, I'm right? With like you. she's not writing these really sneaky, amazing books and then being like blank, boring answers on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Like, girl, you hide well, shit. That would go uh well with the theory that she didn't write it and it was a group of people that wrote it and she's just the face. I don't like oh, that theory. Yeah, I don't I like that. it either it's and horrible. it's bullshit. Yeah. But it's horrible. I remember that being a big thing. Like, Don't you talk about my babe like that. Maybe a round goblet of fire or yeah. something. Yeah. There's a way a woman could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Look how it's big all this just about book like... is. <laughs> well, well, she's you even come out and said like I, you know, back when I was first being published, I hyphenated my name because yeah. I was yeah. a woman and it would be better to be a hyphen than to be like, what's JK? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So stupid. And the nice thing is that she's helped pave the way for a lot of, like, she's probably the most successful author yeah. in the world right now. Yeah. She's a lady. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Ayo. She's a lady. And she's baby. But she's baby. Is there anything, like, we need to leave on or I, think, uh, I feel like we're missing out there's just so there's many so there many. are so many yeah um, I saw another one on on that um mental floss list that said uh Sirius and Harry are actually related by blood yeah I saw that um, too yeah. and but they're both from pure blood families yeah. so it stands to reason cousins. that they would be or but it's cousins um, yeah. but it's nice. a cousin yeah. and I saw um, a bunch that we've like already touched on like why wizards hide from muggles and why yeah. you know it's like well, we have like the muggles won the war, the war against yeah, the, yeah an old war and that's why they hide from them and- mm-hmm. but um let us know what your favorite fan theory is if you have one of yeah. your own that you've made or you've found uh, we have gotten some in the past so yeah. maybe we'll compile a list of the best ones we've mm-hmm. gotten yeah that's a lot of effort just think we're not fan- so yeah i said maybe yeah. that got out of control that's nice yeah. yeah go to our pinterest everyone it's probably the most curated of all of our channels yeah. <laughs> and it's very good sorry you just inspired me um i'm gonna make a pinterest board called divination class and it's gonna be for fan theories uh, ah, nice. see? i like it the pinterest is on fire yeah. <laughs> Also, the Umbridge one is yes. up and running. If you're at all interested in seeing a lot of nice pink shit, right? Yeah, basically the color theme is uh, pink and fluffy, but um, not all of my uh, handwritten comments have uh, shown up on the actual board, so you might actually have to click on each pin to read them. But um, basically, I'm, I'm going through and pretending that 
uh, Umbridge is- got a phone <laughs> and is discovering Pinterest for the first time, and she's basically just being a bitch about it. <laughs> I like it. Like and therefore, it. you get to be yeah. a bitch through it, and it's <laughs> cathartic. Yeah, I can I can read a couple if you like. They're kind of fun. Uh, so here's a little example. The picture is of a pink sweater with um, the symbol of Harry Potter's glasses with the lightning bolt. <laughs> and uh, Dolores Umbridge says, That infernal Potter ruining a perfectly good jumper with those despicable specks and that awful scar. I shall be writing a swift complaint to the purveyor of this garment. <laughs> um... <laughs> Then there's a recipe for old-fashioned pink popcorn, uh, which actually looks really good. Um, What makes it pink? It's like uh, that elephant popcorn, right? I don't know. Follow the recipe. Uh, Looks like (laughs) red or pink food coloring. Anyways, uh, she says, one's food certainly shouldn't be so vibrantly colorful. It's a distraction. However, I do delight in the idea of a snack that matches my office decor. Nevertheless, I shall be writing a word of complaint to the chef behind this deviant snack food. <laughs> deviant snack food! That's I like that they're funny. all ending in, nevertheless, I'm going to write a word of complaint. It's really good. <laughs> and uh, and a last speak one. to your manager. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just a very beautiful photo of a street lined with cherry blossoms, and the blossoms have rained down onto the sidewalk. And she says, I find this aesthetically pleasing, but a mess is a mess. I shall be writing a complaint to the custodian of this footpath. <laughs> custodian of the footpath. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. The Parks and Rec funny. Department will yeah. be hearing about this. Yeah. My God, hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, very good. Go look at some pink. Yeah. Well, this has been a long topic, but I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. This is maybe fun. one of them that we're, we'll come back to. Yeah. Yes. Because there's, now there's that I'm so thinking about many. it, there's so and there's going to be many. way more theories the more movies of Fantastic Beasts come out. Mm-hmm. Like once we're at number, once we see number two and then three, we're going to have our own yeah. theories to talk about. So bye, Ludo. So bye, so Ludo. Bye, Ludo. <laughs> good. Yeah, it's good. Longy, but a goodie. Yeah. But a goodie. A, a sleepy quiz. <clears throat> Is that a hint? Is that a babe hint? Like Jake No, I am not that good of a babe. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to replace the two names of the people that are talking with just one and two. So you can tell them apart. Okay, so what are you looking for? You're, you're going to tell me who's talking. Both? Yep. Okay. And then uh, what's, what's about to happen? What's about to get introduced? Hmm. Oh, Lord. And that'll probably be it, because I don't really have a bonus for it. But I think it's... We'll, we'll see. We'll okay. see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. <coughs> I'm just getting my... Um, a big throat clear is My memo pad out. No, I saw Kenya pair from me and Dumbly Dykes said one prudely, Well, that's something to whisper to the others. One, can we hire a window open and billing? What? Can you do that again? I, I didn't hear a single <laughs> word. Can you do that without covering your mouth? Sorry. Not as soul kens a perfect me and dum- dumby dykes. Say <laughs> one, prudely. Wheel, that's something. Two, whisper tay the others. One, can we have you in day open and billing? And one or two are the same people each time. Yeah. Huh. That's why I repeated it. One more time? It. Okay, I think I got it. No sale can appear for me and Dumby Dykes, said one proudly. Well, that's something to whisper to the eaters. 
One, can we have a Wendy open? I'm billing. Yeah, I got it. I'm pretty confident. You can go first or last then if you want. I mean, I don't, I could be so far off, but in my <laughs> head, I'm, I think I got it. Yep. I'll, <laughs> All right. I'll add on to this. You can't change your answers, but uh, after I'm billing, Kenny too, sorry, said one. Two, noticed him glist at the fire. Two, keeked at it and all. (laughs) Okay, I may have got the... I'll go first then because I'm wrong. Okay. So I thought uh, Hermione and Ron, and I thought it was on the train ride to Hogwarts for the first time, and that they, like, Hermione just was telling them facts about Dumbledore, and Ron was Mm. hot in the compartment. hot. But I don't remember if that's an actual thing or not, because I don't remember the scene. I'm just mm. piecing together weird <laughs> Scottish words. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it took me quite a few before I was like, what did he even say? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I thought it was no the part where um, the trio goes to Hagrid, and um, they're trying to figure out how to get past Fluffy, and he's, like, letting slip, being saying that, like, only him and Dumbledore know, and then oh, that's a good one. I thought it was Ron being like, can we open a window? It's hot. Oh, so, so Ron and Hagrid were your two people? Yeah. And Katie? Yeah, Hagrid and Ron were my two people. I think I, I maybe got the order mixed up. I, I mean, I I honestly don't know. Yeah. I, think <laughs> I have a hard time I think you had two as Hagrid and one is Ron? No, two is Ron. One is, I thought, Hermione, but Hagrid. And what did you think? I thought one was Hagrid and two was Ron. <laughs> Whoever says, let's open but the window, I, I'm Billin, is Ron. Is yeah. Ron. And then yeah. the first person who says... Only I and Dumbledore know yeah. is Hagrid. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know. I have a hard time when people just say things to me, like visualizing it in my head. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I said, and what's about to happen? I said Norbert is going to be revealed. Oh, yeah. Katie got it. Hufflepuff's getting some points. <gasps> so, some, some, some. Only because your accent is so bad. Am I Whatever. Right? Uh, Katie is right. Norbert is about to be revealed. Mm-hmm. This isn't Ron. This Whoa. is Hagrid and Harry. Oh, I had Harry, and then I, I, it just I sounds like Ron. To and then I wrote Ron. Well, we all thought Ron because yeah. Ron is so Harry's hot. He says, "Get open the window." Yeah, because the fire's going so crazy. Because you're Norbert. you're kind of right because um, yeah, Billin, of course. <laughs> they were just talking about Fluffy. Yeah, okay. that's why Hagrid says, yeah. only Dumbledore right. and I know how to calm him." Yeah, yeah, but it's I, not I know what was about to get revealed. Better, and I know that. <laughs> In that, it's like he's actually just playing music outside and they mm-hmm. just happen across and they're like, oh, oh shouldn't have done that. <laughs> my brain heard yeah. the Scottish words translated in my brain were, Dumbledore's a fancy wizard. That's cool. <laughs> I'm hot. Open a window. <laughs> like, I could not okay, figure out I'll, the Dumbledore I'll sentence. Okay, to... like, didn't you, like, go to Scotland for a while? <laughs> yes. How did you live? Not. <laughs> drunkenly. Um, very, very drunkenly. So, the English translation, as far as I can get Dumbledore, from this, Dumbledore is Dumbledore. not a soul Well, we can read the English apart- translation. I don't want to get up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> apart from me and Dumbledore, said Hagrid proudly. Well, that's something, Harry whispered to the others. Hagrid, can we open a window? I'm boiling. Boiling instead Hagrid of says billing. He's hot. No, oh no, there he I, does. I got that. I I didn't get I'm that. I'm billing. No, I just thought it was billing. <laughs> I just remembered open the window, and I was billing. like, right, so B I L I N. So Hufflepuff gets the points for Hufflepuff Harry. gets yeah. five, and I get Slytherin ten. gets ten. Ravenclaw gets five. Right. Good job. Nicely done. For God's sake. <laughs> like, this Scots book is like so fucking hard. Very good quiz, Craig. That was difficult. 
Thank you. The first time he said, I have no fucking clue. What was I thought thing. it was going to be easy, but the it's the only e- word I heard was Dumbly Dykes. Yeah, I, like, I know. And I'm like, well, screwed. that's funny. It's much easier when you can actually see it. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Phonetically. Because it is technically English, Dying. which is crazy. <laughs> it's I know. Language. Isn't that insane? Right? Yeah. All right. For Castaway, we're going to cast Chadwick Boseman, who mm. famously plays Black Panther. He's pretty fucking famous. Yeah. Yeah. We just saw him in Gods of Egypt, which is a <laughs> he was in Gods of God Egypt. Yeah. Is he the only non-white person in Gods of Egypt? Yeah. <laughs> One of the very Christ. few. Yeah. And he plays. Uh, and he plays taught, a million versions of himself. Who is the Egyptian god of uh, knowledge? Oh. And like, it's weird to think that maybe that was the movie that got him the role of Black <laughs> Panther. I kind of hope it wasn't, mm. but like he did fine. Like it was a very awful movie. So, like, but we're gonna cast him awful. in Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm. I okay. I might be wrong about this, uh, but I think I also saw him in the movie Fifty Two. And he played Jackie Robinson. Hmm. I think that mm. might have been him. But if it was, he was very, very good in that. Oh as well. yeah, I think yeah, I think he was. Is um, that 50? No, twenty oh shit. Twenty eight. He did play Dang Jackie it. Robinson. <laughs> I don't really like sports that much. <laughs> forty two. I was right. I was <laughs> almost right. Fifty two, forty two. It was forty. I was right. I was almost right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna qualify that. Mm, no, <laughs> close close enough. Numbers are hard. I was wrong when I said I was right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm right for saying I'm, I'm wrong. Right. I'm, a song. <laughs> I'm correct in saying that I was wrong that I was right. So the many layers of Katie. This is how my brain works now. Da 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 da. It's permanent. Right. Where are we putting Chad? Right off the top, like I was gonna go for a Lupin or Sirius, like one of the two that are still alive and well. I think he would be an excellent Lupin. Yeah. Yeah. That was he, my first choice. Yeah. He he sort of has like this like this maybe is just like the roles that he gets, but it also just could be his personality and way of talking where it transcends the roles. I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where you see like an actor in similar things and then you're like, "Oh, is that cuz you're always that or is it cuz someone saw you in that once and said, mm-hmm. "You can mm-hmm. only do that." Typecasting, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, like he seems like I hate to say wise, but, like, kind of wise. Like, he's very, like, intelligent. He sort of has this, like, look in his eyes where he, like, is really seeing you. And I always felt like that's, like, with Lupin, that's with Dumbledore. Like, Mm -hmm. those two characters really have that quality for me. Yeah. In fact, he could have been a young Goldor. I was going to say that. Dang. He would have been a really good young Fantastic Beast. Like, he's a little young. I like that. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he would... I think. Oh, I really like that. Oh, I want him as Youngledore. Because also, like as (laughs) we see, like Jude Law is (laughs) young Dumbledore now is much more like I think proactive and like involved, and he's like a little cheeky. And I, I think like it would be a really fun role for him. Yeah, that one wins for me. That's a goodie. But also, like I could see him like playing a Percival Graves or like Mm. something like that, where he's like. More officious, like maybe this is just because of Black Panther, but like in some ways he's like, these are the rules, rules mm-hmm. though, and you're like, oh, Dumbledore wasn't really about the rules. 
But like Definitely. Lupin would have been like, I mean, to an extent, he was yeah. a messer. So like he was yeah. breaking it a little bit, but it was mostly was, just because like, I can't believe I have friends. Yeah. They do these bad yeah, things. Sirius I guess and I James were the now. instigators yeah. and Lupin was like, that's well, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's wrong. But who am I to judge? <laughs> who am I? A werewolf to judge. <laughs> but I would have, I would have actually really, Palma really loved him and Lupin. Yeah. He was too young to have played him. Mm-hmm. Well, but, yeah, even now, like, he's still, I think, a little young to yeah. play them, but... But also... But hey, for I a mean, future reboot, what about Victor Crumb? <coughs> Ooh. Just because I... Dang, that's I a good one! really Dang. love his accent in Black Panther. Is that yeah. his his real one? Because like, I don't he was, know. In he the was British movie, in he just has, Gods of uh, Egypt. So. English, or like American English accent. Yeah. yeah. I But I, I loved... <laughs> that particular accent like it was it was just so aesthetically he's, pleasing he's and an I, american actor so probably oh, not. Yeah? yeah okay well i i feel like they could really play well, up the hermione with it yeah and then uh yeah like he he goes to the what is it scandinavian is that where i think it's like perhaps germany or mm-hmm. in somewhere yeah. maybe eastern european i think that they were they I don't think it's Scandinavian, though. No. I think it's more like, uh, I don't know if I'm using this word right, but like Baltic, like Uh, Belarus or something like that. That makes sense. I don't know. But like, I don't know. There was um, speculation in that uh, Fantastic Beast fan theory that the third one will take place in Germany because Because of Grindelwald. Mm. He goes to... Which follows JK's five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It would be fun. Who am I to say no? Um, but yeah, him as Crumb would be delightful. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that's really good. Um, but anyway, if we wanted to like go to the like characters that are described in the movie as black or Kingsley Shack, well, it's basically just Kingsley Shackable. Yeah, he could still use the done. accent. He could, and Which it would, would be dope delightful. if he wanted to. They never say that he has like an African as- accent. The no. actor who does play him, I think, has an English one. accent, doesn't yeah. he? No, well, I think it's, uh, I guess a little bit. Maybe it's a, a combo, mm-hmm. like someone who's lived there for a while. I don't yeah. know. Well, he has this, like, beautiful, deep, rippling voice. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he's Which like, is, gotta admit, he's got style. Yeah, and right. that's in the book, that he has, like, a deep, melodic voice. Yeah. Um, but, like, I guess this is something that's not in the books, but was in the movies. Uh, Dean Thomas, maybe he's, like, an older mm. Dean Thomas. Like, yeah. if they did, like, a... Ten years later, like yeah, a cursed yeah. child yeah. that didn't suck <laughs> version of Dean Thomas. I think that would really well, work out well. by the time they get around to it, the kid who played Dean Thomas will be the right age. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like that's kind of a dick move. This is true. <laughs> Especially and I really getting an American yeah, he's uh, so fucking actor good. instead. Enoch? Well, wait. Isn't e- Alfred Enoch. Alfred Enoch. Isn't he one of the well. few that's American? No, he's British. Is he? Yeah. He just has he just an impeccable yeah, American accent it. on In How, How to, to Get, get away, away with Murder. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Chadwick Boseman. He's a, he's a good Good fella. choice. This week on Characters from Other Shows <laughs> That Are In Slytherin. Fievel Goes West. Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. Damn it. I was so close. <laughs> I'm so glad you got that. <laughs> Nerd. Uh, whatever. <laughs> so I just do want to like start with something else. It's very, very nice. We got like 
a book emailed to us from Rachel Hetrick. Thank you very much for reaching out. What house oh my is she? lord, she's Slytherin. Mm. So I just wanted to like uh, she said some like cool things about the Slytherin segment and like Slytherin house in particular that I just wanted to address real quick. Uh, she writes. First of all, I was super excited when I first heard of this because, like I said, I'm really big on changing the negative perception of Slytherins that was represented in the Harry Potter series. But then in the first several episodes, I felt like even when I agreed with the character choices, a lot of the quotes seemed to me more like people just being mean and shitty and less really like displaying sh- Slytherin qualities. But I feel like that quickly improved and I have loved that you've added more and more characters who are more fun and happy and less obviously Slytherins. So I started a list a while ago of my favorite characters, what I put in Slytherin, and I've been waiting to send it. Send it. Yeah, send. (laughs) Send it. Until I got caught up on the episodes. Uh, Because she didn't want to send any that have been done already, which is real nice of you. Way to do your fucking homework. Mm -hmm. That's fucking really nice. So anyway, she also just said that she really agrees with uh, Schmidt from New Girl, which is one of her favorite Slytherins. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to play you a real short, quick clip of that. How could I be a better person? Oh. Well, you seem awfully concerned with yourself. You might want to start thinking about the needs of others. I think about others all the time. What, what I can get from them, how they can give me pleasure. Do they have a silly little walk that I can make fun of? No, that, 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 that's, it's where you actually care about somebody else. You put their needs ahead of your own. This is one of the few times that I wish I was Catholic. A couple Hail Marys and I'd be off the hook. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Tartlets! I love Um, him. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Anywho, like, I very much uh, appreciate what you said. And sometimes, like, I do feel like, you know, sometimes I'm limited by, like, just what's available Mm -hmm. clip-wise. if I don't have access to a certain show or if it's a suggestion from somebody else, I sort of, that I, a show that I haven't seen, I sort of only have what they give me. Um, but at the same time, I do know, like, sometimes I add in quotes where I'm like, that's pretty stereotypical of me. <laughs> that's not really doing it. But there are, like, Slytherin is like, there's a wide variety of people in Slytherin. There and, are Mr. Uh, Burnses and there are Schmitz. Exactly. And and also and there are nice people there too. There are Leslie Nopes and yeah. you know like all this other stuff. So I think uh that's pretty chill and uh I do enjoy that. So anywho, back to Star Trek. <laughs> um I have been watching a lot of Star Trek Voyager. I love it so much. Uh I recently finished Next Generation and so then I started uh, Voyager, I'm in like the middle of season 3, so some of these clips will be limited. There might be better ones available uh in the later seasons but i only work with what i got uh but my slytherin is tom paris and he is the i guess you'd say pilot of the voyager starcraft but um he's very good and it's really lovely and he's like a slytherin that i think is is a little bit maybe a little bit more stereotypical but there's like a certain scene that i'm going to show you in which i think like a lot of the slytherin uh, stereotypes are sort of like addressed and like um, debunked a little bit. Um, so I'll show you that first. <clears throat> and this is kind of interesting because it's actually a quote about someone else talking about the character rather than the character speaking for themselves. Mm-hmm. So we will watch that clip right now. Good morning, Voyager. I want to tell you about a friend of mine. I first met this man almost a year ago. And to tell you the truth, I didn't like him much. He seemed a little too cocky, 
little too sure of himself. A lot of people had questions about him. He'd proven he'd pretty much sell himself out to the highest bidder, go wherever the wind blew him. So people wondered, could you trust this person when things got tough? Would he stand side by side with you, or would he let you down when you needed him most? It took me a while to realize it. Like a lot of people, I was too caught up in first impressions to see the truth that was right in front of me. I overlooked his bravery because I was focusing on his brashness. I ignored his courage because I saw it as arrogance. And I resented his friendliness because I mistook it for licentiousness. So while this man was giving us his best every minute of every day, I was busy judging him. And now he's leaving. I'm proud to say that in spite of my narrow-mindedness, Thomas Eugene Paris became my friend. I'm gonna miss him. This is another, like, nice scene. Um, right after, like, him and, like, uh, a crewman, Harry Kim, go through, like, an ordeal that I A really space liked. ordeal. A space ordeal. It's basically a whole show. <laughs> yeah, space ordeals. Come on, Harry. We're overdue for that steak dinner. I guess so. I mean, you guess so. It's the thought of that dinner that kept us going. So, what do you think? Uh, baked potato, a uh, big mound of deep-fried onion rings. Some. Maybe, maybe uh, some grilled mushrooms. Tom, listen to me. I... I almost killed you. What are you saying? You're the one that kept me alive. I was ready to hit you with the pipe. Don't you remember? You want to know what I remember? Someone saying, this man is my friend. Nobody touches him. I'll remember that for a long time. So, what do you say we blow a week's worth of replicator rations? <laughs> so what's for dessert? A cherry pie. Don't you remember? What about the fudge? We need a nice Slytherin clips. Yeah. It shows the loyalty. It was a little sure. Hufflepuff, though, with yeah. the pie comment. Hey. <laughs> Everyone loves pie. It's like cake's better cousin. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I take a pie over cake any fucking day. High five. Oh. Katie, Craig, friendship hour. Yes. Uh, it's bad. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, those are really nice clips. And I just, I really like Tom Paris. As I say, like, I'm still watching the series, so I don't know the whole character arc. And I apologize if something her- terrible happens later. <laughs> and like, this is all fucked. But like, as far as it is right now, He's like, he's a sweet, nice fellow. He is, he does have like the Slytherin like ambition. Like he goes, there's like a whole plot line about him really wanting to like further himself as a pilot and like break records and like do all this stuff. And, and that's really amazing. But he's also just like so fucking true to the people he, he loves. And, um, yeah, I really love that speech that Neelix does. It gives me feels because like I think we've all been in that situation where, you sort of just judge someone unfairly mm-hmm. right away. And I think that that happens to a lot of Slytherins, maybe. And, yeah. you know, well, there's a the- lot of qualities that we don't value that are still wonderful to have. Yeah, the in Slytherin uh, defense mechanisms can turn people off, especially yeah. right off the bat, because a Slytherin isn't necessarily going to open up right away. Well, yeah, you have to sort of earn it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, like, even his, like, at the end there where he's, like, we're 
going close to something emotional. Mm. I'm going to deflect by talking about pie and like mm. that kind of stuff sort of could lead someone to be like, oh, well, you don't actually care or anything, is it? <laughs> yeah. I think I can speak from experience. Pie, well, yeah, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> but pie is easier to talk about than our Feelings. friendship. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's your friendship hour. You know? Well, that's, a guy, that's a guy and a girl that's a little different. Two right. guys, it's all pie. Just all pie talk all the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hungry. I just really... Am- <laughs> 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 it's very true. Um, anywho, Tom Barris, Slytherin, A+. And also, thank you so much for the email. And yeah. I look forward to seeing your suggestions. They would be most welcome. Okay. <laughs> Today's Mary yes. Fuck Kill... Is back to the original format. Yeah, no more cars. With a twist. <laughs> no more yeah, cars. no more. Oh well, hmm, how could I? No, get a no. Car? stay <laughs> to the original plan. No okay. more cars. We have a twist in it. Yeah, we're There's gonna use uh, the three characters that we brought up during the fan theory. Yes. Topic. So we've got Malfoy, McGonagall, and Ron. Well, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yes. Yeah, sorry. And Dumbledore. <laughs> but for Malfoy, we're going to use the fan theory that he's a werewolf. Right. So, Malfoy as werewolf. Yep. Mm-hmm. McGonagall as a Death Theater. Jesus, it's so fucking stupid. And Dumbledore mm-hmm. is actually Time Ron. Time-traveling Ron. Yeah. I hate them yeah. all. <laughs> I hate them all. Ron is Dumbledore. Dumbledore is Ron. Yeah. One in the ah. same. All right. I have mine. I have mine, too. Maybe. <laughs> no, okay. I do. Good? All right. So, I'm going to marry... This is weird. This feels weird. I'm going to marry... Uh, Draco as werewolf. I think that being a werewolf would definitely humanize him more, if that makes any sense. Um, like, it would probably... I don't know. I Like, if you undergo something like that, it usually makes you more empathetic, and I think that's sort of what Draco has been lacking. I mean, not yeah. always, but sometimes. Yeah. I could see it happening. And also, I get money, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, I would boff Ron as Dumbledore because here's something that never got brought up in that fan theory. Ron is heterosexual and Dumbledore (laughs) is homosexual. (laughs) So, like, if I'm time traveling affects you, (laughs) I guess if if I'm going to boff a kind of Dumbledore, at least if I boffed Ron as Dumbledore, he might like it. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore would probably be like, yeah. he would tolerate it at best. And he'd be like, oh, this is fine, but I'm not having a good time. <laughs> Anywho, so that would be the best one of that. And then I guess I would kill McGonagall's Death Eater because honestly, if she betrayed people that hard, I'd be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then I'd kill her. Even though I love her. And it's not true. It's not true. It's not None true. of them are. None of them are. <sighs> I know, but that's the worst one. That's the yeah. most betrayed I feel about. I would, as much as I hate, hate just, it's so stupid, the fan theory, I would marry Dumbledore's Ron. <laughs> because in my eyes, I get Dumbledore and a Weasley. You always oh! Weasley. <laughs> This is very true. Yeah. Like, I don't care theories shit. I get Dumbledore <laughs> and a Weasley for the rest of my goddamn life. That's not yeah. too shabby. I'm mm. pretty fucking happy. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I can have redhead babies. <laughs> I'm gonna kill Draco as a werewolf because I feel like mm. that's the most dangerous, risky, dangerous. Mm. That's very true. 
like at any well, I, know, I mean I could track him yeah. full moon but at any moment he could bite me and it's yeah all I mean over. even Lupin had that time where he didn't take his potion yeah one mm. night yeah like it's exactly. pretty it's yeah it's a lot of responsibility yeah hmm. and because also even I feel like obviously death theaters are dangerous but you can still you know well it's like a I mindset mean, it's, it's like a prejudice right yeah like, exactly there could maybe be a way around it yeah and it's not an, very it's difficult. not an immediate you're gonna die like it's not a yeah, yeah. a bite <laughs> um and i'm gonna sleep with mcgonagall the death eater because i get to sleep bad. with mcgonagall but i don't gotta spend a lot of time with her at all so That's different point, point of views good and bad let's mm. do it mm. yeah. out. you don't have to necessarily agree with everyone you sleep with <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's pretty different that's pretty too, extreme but, yeah. though that's like a pretty extreme example yeah, yeah. but i'm i'm just living a good life over here married to Dumbledore and Ron, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I guess it is, like, a pretty good combo. So, I thought I was going to be the same as Katie, but then Kate brought up a good point about marrying Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. So always a good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to marry Dumbledore, keeping in mind that he was once Ron. <laughs> and I think it would work out... Uh, combining w- the original uh, author's theory plus the people in the comments on the page, and it's that Ron has, like, fucked with time, and he's gone back, and it's after real Dumbledore has passed on, and he, just because he looks enough like him, he just assumes the life. So uh, our marriage would work out. <laughs> And then he's got all the fun Dumbledore tricks to go along with it, I guess. So that could be fun. Um, I will boff Draco as the werewolf to live out some sort of Lupin fantasy. <laughs> and I'm going to kill McGonagall the Death Eater because how dare you? Yeah. yeah. How dare you? Harry Potter, like, punched, what was his name, Amicus in the mm-hmm. face because he insult, like, he spit Stab. in her face. Yeah. And he, got, like... Yeah, McGonagall just, is a fucking gem. How dare you? Ugh. Yeah. I'm killing the theory with her. Yeah. <laughs> I kill you and the theory. And I'm salting the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can grow. Yeah. All right, Craig, show us why you smile. Show us the goods. Oh, Lord. The goods are. Hey. <laughs> killing uh, Dumbledore Ron because it's just Ron so Dumbledore. absurd that something has to be or done. Or just absurd enough. Gonna marry Malfoy as a werewolf. Me too. Because yeah, I I think there's something there. It would uh, Lupin. It would give him a way to like release his anger or whatever. Like once a month, like you just got to get it out, and then maybe the rest of the time you can be good. Put him in his rage room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I think there is something to that in that like. He was so spoiled, and mm-hmm. he was raised by a bully. And I'm not trying to, like, take away any sort of responsibility on his ha- behalf. But, like, to have something like that where it's like, no, I have to actively control myself now. Yeah. Like, that would change you quite a lot. Yeah, and kind of bring you down a peg because now you're yeah, you're okay. part of the, just like, you're well, looked yeah, down upon absolutely. by the people you Yeah, were you were no longer with. the elite. Yes. So. Super humble-like. So, forced humble. humble. Yeah. Forced uh, humble. And then I'm going to boff our dear McGonagall as a Death Eater because she's gotten this far oh. pretending to be 
it's on the true. side of good she that she's got to be at least used to faking it by now. So. Whoa! 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 How dare you, Craig? Whoa. No! <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and now you know why I was giggling to myself. <laughs> That's what the twinkle was for. Like, I'm super mad about this, like, faking it thing, but it gave me a mental picture of McGonagall having an orgasm, which I thank you for. Oh, yeah. you are, you are welcome. Orgasm, though. That I, provided I was originally going to boff her because I was going to be like, I want to find out her other secrets. But, um, fuck you, Craig. She's a bad babe. <laughs> Shut up, Craig. Shut up, Craig. Yeah, bringing it back. <laughs> it's funny, though. That was good. Yes, very right. good. Thank you very much for listening to our 60th episode. Yeah! <laughs> yeah that's that was it. Yeah. yeah. We've been sitting here for like five minutes trying to figure out <laughs> like, what we were supposed to bring up in the that? intro Shit. that we we're forgot. We're 60. Yep. Yeah. We are 60. We and are thank you. 60 and feeling frisky. Nice. I like that. Sure. I, it's fun. Kill. Like, I'm very excited. It's so yeah. It's freaking so cool. cool. And like, I know that we're like a bi-weekly podcast we don't put out an episode a week because we don't put out very much well it <laughs> we're like classy <laughs> like like demure um but we we all have jobs and this is basically just like a hobby and like mm-hmm. Fun i'm super glad to, to do it friends. we're all super glad to do it but at the same time like it's not easy we do this when we're sick we do it when we're tired we do it when we're busy we do it when we're like we have other stuff in our lives like we're yeah. sad or we're mad or whatever and we always do it and you know it's been it's been difficult but uh i don't know why i'm making this speech but like i just think that we should we, we should be proud of what we've done so far yeah, yeah. It's and like, the fact it's not that nothing people respond to it good or bad is yeah. great and honestly like and there's been a lot of good it's so fucking cool that anybody listens to our nonsense anyway <laughs> yeah yeah it's really cool thanks for sticking with us it definitely helps when we are feeling at least like when i'm feeling like sad or whatever and then like i see someone who sent us an email or something mm-hmm. about like oh i really enjoy your podcast i'm like well now you've given me a reason to do this like difficult thing that i do every like twice a month. Another week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like it's it takes up days of our lives. These are the days, are the of, days our lives. of our lives. You're witnessing them in audio form. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I just want to say uh, we appreciate you. And um, thank you for thanks. all your messages and uh, for helping and us with you. suggestions and stuff. I appreciate you and you. This dog. I don't appreciate this, Craig. I appreciate the Craig. I appreciate He does have the editing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I very much appreciate the Craig. Mm-hmm. Shucks. I just don't appreciate In the Craig Jones. <laughs> this is very true. Um, yeah. I appreciate anyway, this dog. Super happy. And and like speaking of like e- emails that yeah. we got. We neglect to say this in the intro, but we also got like a really cool, another really, another really cool email from Christopher. Christopher did these beautiful drawings of like what we talked about in our last episode, the millennial topic. Uh, one is a, of Aberforth with his India goat ale, <laughs> which is pretty great. And another is like Ron and Hermione with a very confused sex ed 
problem on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> because it was taught by Craig. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would perhaps use euphemisms. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> I would. Yep. <laughs> How astute. It's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really Very good. good. Yeah. And congratulations Talented. on your engagement. Oh, shit. Yes. Show us pictures Harry of your Potter Harry wedding. Potter wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> he has to now. No, he doesn't. Anyway, uh, by the next time you'll talk to us, we will have had played the Hogwarts game, yeah. which is yep. super fucking cool. And I'm very excited. And my goodness, what a time to be alive. <laughs> It'll help us get through the winter. <laughs> that we're like Endless apparently halfway through. Winter. Oh, for fuck's sake, this stupid April. It's April 15th. No, yeah, 15th mm-hmm. now. And there's like three inches of snow on the ground. It's supposed to go up to like seven degrees, six, yeah. seven degrees tomorrow and rain. Nice. So even though it's like rain, Everything it's washing away. Yeah. How horrible. Yeah. Nice like like March weather. From snow and yeah, smarch for sure, but it's in the Thunderbird April. rain at the end of Fantastic Beasts. It'll just wipe mm. this winter out of our minds. I kind of wish. Sucks to be we you if like you chose dicks. this weekend to come to Toronto for your True. first time. Yeah, don't do it. This is sixty over and out. Thank you for listening to our 60th episode. You can check us out on Instagram at Mischief Managed Podcast, on Twitter at Mischief Podcast, and on Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. If you rate and review us on iTunes and write down your house, you get 15 points. If you'd like to get in touch, send us an owl at mischiefmanagedpodcast at gmail.com. Mischief Managed Podcast was co-created by the far-fetched Aaron Reinald <laughs> and original music by the theoretical Devin Highland. And as always... Mischief managed. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> Why kill. do you have to put up with this nonsense? <laughs> Why? <laughs> We're just all too tired. You started this. I, well, yeah, it's all your fault. I didn't Blame start goes to Katie. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not responsible for him. I didn't start Craig. <laughs> uh, you didn't stop I, him. <laughs> I agreed with him one time, or two times, or three times, oh, a few God. times.